If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Wash up. And welcome back to another episode of No Silence Podcast with your host. Now nah, fuck that with your low glasses Malone. I genuinely hope Chris and, and, and Will go in the backyard and, and just lock up. You know what I mean? Five minutes, just get cracking. You know what I mean? Win or lose, it don't matter. You know, get your respect back because five minutes is long. Yeah, but it's gonna be a lot of wrestling in that situation. I don't know. Ain't gonna be a lot of fist Five minutes in a they're gonna be wrestling, you know. Somebody gotta hold somebody in the headlock yeah, for a yeah. minute and be, man, you trying to do this yeah, yeah, yeah. and be talking to them. <laughs> That's part of the five minutes, man. Yeah. That's part of the five minutes. <laughs> so look, no, what was I saying, guys? Uh 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 turkey sandwich on marble rye from sprouts, like with, with seasoning pepperoncinis, is better than pussy to me. Pussy at like my idea when it like time with the woman is not pussy. Like it never, it's been so long since it's been value with pussy. Once I realized like the fourth you girl. You value like, the now, time with the woman? I know that's going to sound crazy, right? But I'm also the kind of person that invests in people. That's just who I am as a human being. No, 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 no. There's a, let me finish. have to let me, scrutinize let me the verb choice of invest. Hold up. Listen, invest in energy and time. But let me let me make my point. So, like after the fourth girl I had sex with in my life, you feel me? I realized pussy didn't have no value. Uh-huh. Like, unless I was gonna have a child, pussy didn't have no value. It became like soda. What? Can Can you please <laughs> attempt to expand upon? 
why you chose the verb invest over the verb spend because I don't apparently understand what one of the two words means or the context has completely blown up in my face. <laughs> right. Invest. Well, so... You're not I've getting time believed, back. I've always you believed, right? Investing in women. Well, people, right? I Like my greatest investment is human beings. Let's What's say an here, investment? Well, it's different, right? I, I put in, I pour into people, pause. I pour into people, right? Um, knowledge, wisdom, anybody that's around me is my natural thing as a human being. But why say you're invested? Why aren't you just spending or donating? Because I have an endless supply, like a wealth of it. But, in, but again, you can have an endless supply of anything and donate it. Uh, I, I don't think it's donating because it's always paid off. However it paid off, it paid off. Mook, a little help here? <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm with you, so I can't. I don't, How I'm, did it pay off? I'm well, it depends. Side, it depends on the person. About women. It, it okay. depends on the person. What Anyone. I don't care. Anyone. Okay, so like, let's say head, right? DJ head, Paul. That's not a woman. Okay, head. It's not like men and women. Okay. I got you. Um, I used to have an assistant. Her name was Jaleesa Scales. Jaleesa is like a super talented person. Um, her talents to me lie in, um, everybody know her name is Lisa. Uh, Lisa Bass, she goes by. Um, the baddest in LA. She had all kinds of crazy monikers. Girl, but a lot of people felt that she wasn't really a valuable asset because they felt like whether her education or some things about her wasn't what they particularly needed to be successful in whatever the adventure was. I'm getting the right. sense that you're cherry picking a professional context here. No, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you an example of this one. Then I'll go to a personal context. Okay. So it's like um, this person, I, I pretty much taught them a little bit more than they understood about dealing with people, right? And now when I need something specifically, like if I need to get to where Puff is at, or if I need to get where to, what's Puff and them TV show? Um, a Revolt or whatever? You know, the TV show Puff and them got cut a channel. Re Revolt, right? Revolt, yeah, Revolt. Like I have access into it. If I need to get to a concert, if I need to go inside of a concert, I can call Lisa and it happens like that, right? And that's worthy right uh personal relationship um my homegirl crystal i mean crystal is super dope right we never did business but in my highest heyday right she would ask me to come to her gatherings right she would do gatherings at her house um where she would have parties and i'm not a party person i mean i don't hate them but i'm just not fond of them that's not how i choose to spend my time so i would go because she asked me to come i guess it it could be like she, you know, we were super cool and she wanted my company, but more than likely it was a fact that that time I was super popping. You know, I was really popular. I always been somewhat popular, but I was super popular. <clears throat> and me being at her function meant something to other people. I didn't think it created economics for her. It meant something and on a status level, whatever she felt she would. Gain. Social capital. Sure. Yeah. There you go. Uh, uh, social currency. And now, right, because I always did that for her. Now, like when I'm when I'm on my health kicks and I'm going tough, right? I'm going tough. 
Like if I need somebody to make, like if I want a carrot cake, right? When I'm eating right and I have to get whole wheat, right? Unrefined wheat and I have to get unrefined sugar, all of these natural products that people who cook don't cook with, I could take it to her and she'll make the cake for me, no problem. She'll do anything for me. You know what I'm saying? So I've always invested in the people, even like a, like somebody might see a bum on the street and, and, or somebody that's doing bad and I might give them $10. It's always a long-term investment in me in my mind, not on purpose. It's just how I see it. I see value in people. Even other people don't see value in it. Okay. So it's just like a gift. It works out for me. Gift is also an interesting word choice, but sure. <laughs> no ceilings. GL, my boy Peter and the Spears, not resident guest and, and, and local player that made good Uncle Mook is in the Spears, not about to debut that new podcast, Muddy Waters with Dr. Huddy. What's happening? What it do, man? So, y'all, Uncle Mook, y'all make sure y'all follow him because uh, his podcast is some shit. I need to edit one we did with uh, his, his, his uh, co host, the homegirl, Dr. Hudson. What Literally was telling me I was kissing up to Peter because he was a white man. That was pretty hilarious. That was out of everybody. Like, I, I don't think she really blew my mind. Yeah, how like super racist I am as a human being. Yeah, she gave you no credit for being no a credit. Like it's like yeah. it's like whatever you like whatever the white man whatever Peter said. Me and Peter don't agree with shit. But yeah. Peter is my man, so I took it on the chin because. You know, it is what it is. But they podcast is going to be fire. So, Explosive. Yeah, very I, explosive. Yeah, I've peeped my head into a few of the uh, the live feeds on, on the IG for that. It's There is some good shit, good going shit on. about to happen shit on that show. I was, telling, that uh, I was telling uh, the president of, of uh, Black Effects, you know, the, the the people who Charlemagne had to deal with, with iHeart. It's a, a young lady, beautiful lady. Uh, <laughs> I'm having a struggle. Dolly, Dolly Bishop. Look up Dolly. Dolly is so fucking dope. I was telling her, I was like, I got a podcast that's going to blow your fucking mind. It's two people that got like high degrees in fucking psychology and they both black. And this shit's hilarious because somehow they still maintain some level of street conversation. <laughs> shit's funny. Girl. But look, we ain't finna get you got to check that out shit finna drop either this week or next week. It's supposed to be tomorrow. Well, it's supposed to be the day before y'all hear this podcast, but um, I'm fucked up, so I don't know if I'm being edited through the night. I kind of have to edit and everything, all our shit, so. We'll get it done, though. It'll be there for an, sure. An, an, an unenviable This motherfucker if it ain't out. But um, everybody's talking about one thing. Fuck that. And I never like to go with the flow if I can, because I usually think the flow is wrong. But yes. we got to talk about Will slapping the shit out of Chris. Uh, yeah. well, I don't want to talk about it from the proper, that, that angle that everybody is speaking of, which is, oh, is he wrong or right? Because I don't really believe in wrong or right, right? I believe in something different. Can we all agree once he looked at Jada, that's what made him slap Chris Rock? He was like, you know what? This I, I definitely agree. What that. you think, Pete? Why why I didn't, did I didn't watch the shit? I, I saw I just saw the, the Instagram memes of, <laughs> of where he walked up and hit the dude. 
Um, so he, so I what happened it. was Chris made a joke. Um, yeah, some sort of like a hair joke, and then yeah, like he he said uh something to the effect of she was getting ready for GI Jane too, mm-hmm. and. I think it's common knowledge in the business. I don't know about the public, but I know in the business it's common knowledge that she suffers from like a severe case of alopecia. So she has to. Is that something that you could, that, that could be sexually transmitted? Because I heard some things about her marriage last year. I don't quite know. <laughs> Just curious. I don't know how that works. <laughs> my little Will will slap your ass. You keep talking about it, bro. Hi, Chris. <laughs> I, oh, it. Hold up, bro. What we not finna do is get at Chris like that. Cause Chris uh, that shit. Chris is a class like, act and a great comedian. He's got Like, I think for sure, I think for sure he should have eventually took that nigga backstage and lined him up. He like Will for that sure he, he need to call Will and be like, Yo, we need to we need to meet in the private spot because we need to get this off to make sure. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel the way I need to feel. Yeah. But um, I, I was so you so you think so for sure, Mook? Like it was yeah, when he looked uh, at Jada. Most definitely, most definitely. When I saw it, that's one of the first things I thought. Because at first he laughed. There's no issue. He was laughing. There's just no. There's just there's no issue. Uh, I'll take it a step further. You know, it's crazy. I literally just read his book. So. Reading this book, I know he's struggling in the area of uh protecting women in his family. That was that what was you mean that was in his book. Well, he um he got a part in his book that's that I could touch on right now. Um, where his mom was uh getting hit by his pops and he felt, you know, him and his brother and his sister, they witnessed it and he was unable to provide protection for his mom or whatever. So throughout oh, the book wow. and out his life, he's been calling himself like a coward. So for me, especially when I saw it and he looked at Jada, it was like, I, I gotta can't protect continue her. to be it. Yeah, I can't continue to be this coward. Yeah. Oh, that's tough, cuz. Damn. That's that's something I know. That make me damn near don't even that's fucked up, man. And and to me. So many things happen with us, you know, men, especially brothers. I mean, even pe- even white people, though, pe- even white men, where you'll find yourself trying to conquer a lifetime of pain in one moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where you just and 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 you hear you hear so much shit about that shit, right? You hear so much shit about um, you know, obviously. If the public is correct, they have some type of open relationship, right? And whatever Will is doing, we never hear about it. Like, however Will got the girls going, it's always kept under wraps. Whatever Jada do, everybody know. Somehow she is like the worst at this shit. You know what I mean? You know who she like in high school. You know who she was knocking down. Everything and. Will shit is so kept under wraps so much better. And that's weird because in the real world, it's never like that. Usually the women be doing some bullshit and don't nobody know what they're doing. And the men always get caught. But in this particular situation, you know what I mean? It's the exact opposite. 
I mean, they might, yeah. yeah. I don't buy it at all. What were you saying? No, I said that might be they play on it. They like that. It magnify that shit to make motherfuckers even want to watch her at all because ain't nobody really paying attention to her because this nigga's making shit like King Richard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Kardashian blueprint is a successful blueprint. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh, what the fuck? Jada has talent. She's not a Kardashian. I know, I know. I understand that. Do you think I Jada, can't... on a scale of one to ten, where would Jada be as an actress? Boy, um, the, the, I'm not disputing she's a bona fide actress. I mean, as, as she a talented actress? Yeah, she's a bona fide good actress. She's she's okay, a good actress. Cool. Okay. I, I'm just saying, her her career standalone the last many years. I let's say I'm not a movie buff, and I could be dead ass wrong. I she can't think of what we're talking what about what she's been doing the last 10, 15 years. She's and what's done. crazy is six out of ten. Six out of ten. That's yeah. I would say six, seven, yeah, something like that. Yeah, around that's, there. Fair. Yeah. that's fair. That's fair. She's but, she's but her great at being in films. Yeah. You know, she's like not a, doing uh, a female poor version of Denzel. This is why they this is like really poor caught with August nuts in her mouth. I see they get caught. Come no, 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 I'm just no, I'm just playing. I'm saying that's why they magnify it though. But um, six years ago, Chris Rock did the Oscars before, mm-hmm. and it was at a time when a lot of brothers and sisters was boycotting the Oscars because it wasn't no black nominees, right? Which that's a whole nother thing that I have a huge issue with. Like I, this this dire need to be accepted by Peter in the world is just crazy to me. Like, I'm not well, I'm worried. A formidable opinion. Yeah, I don't think, I'm not worried if Peter thinks I'm intelligent. I don't worry if Peter thinks I'm smart. I don't worry if what the fuck Peter thinks about what I do because you know, Peter set some kind of standard of years and like, please, like this is a new world. So, but I do understand people who are trying to break barriers for other people. So Again, while personally that's not my thing, I understand the journey some some of the brothers and sisters on. So a lot of people was boycotting the Oscars. I think it's 15 or 16, maybe even 17, 15, 16, one or the other. And um he had jokes where he was shooting on Will and and and, and Jada pretty much like a decent part of the opening monologue. And he said something like Jada boycotting the Oscars is the equivalent of me boycotting Rihanna panties. Neither one of us was going to get nothing or get invited into it. And I just thought that was funny, but then now the slap starts to make a little bit more sense where it's like, bro, you going to get at me like that while I'm here. And and I was talking to Joey about it, Joey Westside right from the LA Giants, and we was politicking. He's so mad because Joey is a super pro advocate for comedians and comedians having the space to, to, to make jokes and nothing be off limits. Right. And I'm saying, well. well, if you do that, right, then you have to do that for the arts, right? Cause we live in a society and I don't agree with that. I totally 117% don't agree with people should be able to say what they want to say about everybody. And it's cool. Now I don't think corporations should economically start to, you know, the, like, 
everybody don't got to kick your ass, but if you say something specifically about a person, feel me, you may be held accountable for your words. And and you always have been in comedy though. Like it's it's one they say, and they do a great job illustrating this on um, Seinfeld's comedians and cars getting coffee, which Chris has been on. He's had oh, Steve Harvey on there. A lot of yeah, Eddie on there before Eddie Murphy. I thought that was dope. Yeah, the, the Steve Harvey one I thought was great because they were talking about this specifically. It's like it's, you're always on that line of what's funny and what's too far. You don't know you're too far until you've done it and the, and the audience tells you it's too far. You're gonna... It, it's like an immediate dynamic marketplace. It's like, insta, it's like it's like the floor of the stock exchange. If it's priced too high, the price is gonna come down because no one's gonna offer you that. They're gonna offer you a dollar less and that's what the price is at that moment. So it's like... It, it's not like in the world of comedy, you're ever going to skate from, you know, the result. It, it doesn't happen. But that's and like it, real hip hop. It's the same thing. When you make similar. real gangster rap and you really start to unearth that culture, I went through the same thing with Tupac Must Die. You start to unearth that culture, like like that lesson in morality, and it cost the life of one of the most, if not the most beloved artists in the history of, of rap music. Um, you don't know what's too far. And and my thing was always, yo, if somebody had a problem, you know, I was okay with the problem. However you wanted to deal with it. If his fan, if a fan walked up to me and got at me, fit me, however he wanted to deal with it, we could deal with it. If somebody that claimed the gang, they had a problem, could deal with it however you want to deal with it. If his, his family, I talked to his family, and, you know, they let me know how they felt about it. And you know, however they want to deal with it. Mo Prime is his brother, who was somebody who looked out for me early on in his business. But if he had a problem, the outlaws, anybody who had a problem, we could deal with it. You know what I mean? I'm okay with it, but I'm also okay with whatever comes my way for unearthing said culture. And I think the way Chris Rock dealt with it was the same way. Now, obviously, if if Edie just walked up and slapped me on stage, I'm beat the Edie finna get some motherfucking hands and feet. We for the dog Edie ass out, you feel me? But I'm not going to take it too far. I'm not going to kill Edie, you know, over something that I understand what could possibly hurt his feelings, regardless if it was intended to or not. I like anytime I listen to that song as a creative, I don't really know what people are mad at. I just know people would be mad. Well, that's the difference between the speaker and the listener, you know. And people get mad sometimes at the speaker's words, but they don't get they don't consider the speaker's intent. And that's particularly true in comedy because in comedy, the goal is to let's say something that makes this audience laugh. That's the goal. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. In hip hop, right, in the art of it all, right, you you really are under pressure, right, to deliver culture that hasn't been revealed. Yeah, like, you don't you don't have to, you know. What I mean, some people just make whatever, but the greatest art or the greatest hip hop makes comfortable people uncomfortable. Yeah, and it becomes the voice of the uncomfortable and helping soothe whatever it is. Like, it's nothing like when the first time somebody heard fuck the police, you know what I mean? If you was going through that stuff in our community and now you had a voice where somebody was saying like, man, even though it represented so few, so few in America, and it wasn't just the hood, it was certain, you know, very conservative people who feel like the government was too busy involved in their life. I mean, it's, it's people, it's a small, minute people of America who feel like, you know, they don't really care for the police's way of doing business. So it's a tough out. And I think on both ends, like, I just don't think that slap represented just the simplicity of what happened. And I think a lot of people are thinking that. They think that slap is like, oh, he made a joke about my wife. My wife has this ailment. Feel me, and I'm gonna slap him. No, this is, I believe this is a lot going on, like like Mook just brought up about stuff with his personal life and things, and, and even his wife. His wife has been a target of people, you know what I mean? And rightfully so, she's a celebrity, you know, she got her own stuff going on, and, and it, the material rights itself. But yeah. that don't mean she's you can reason. always make the joke in front of the husband. Like, and, and like I said, I, I told Joey, I understood, you know, his, his, his umbrella he wants for comedians, but I'm like, I don't live in that space where every man feels like they can say what they want. And some other man can't say, Hey, you need to answer for that. You know I mean, I, I'm not with that world where it's like, well, if, if, I, if I didn't put my hands on, you can't put my hands. If you verbally assault somebody, they, they can respond with a physical assault of defense back. Like, if that was the case, intelligent people would always have the odds because they just make all these witty jokes. The Peters of the world, feel me, could just tear you down and that's it. No, somebody may have like strength. You're using my name like Karen. 
No, no, no. This particular is Peter, right? Where you're a super witty dude, you're a comedian, right? You could literally crack jokes, right? And make somebody, feel me, shrink down into the smallest corner. There's some people who have physical, physical attributes the way you have mental. And I'm saying, obviously, you could defend yourself. I'm not saying, you know, punk. I'm just saying there's people who has your wit level. Dealt cards of different types. Yeah. And and that's why I feel like you got to be real careful when you start to assault somebody. When you start to insult somebody, that's an assault as well. You're verbally assaulting them. My, my thing is consequences. I'll tell you that. What you mean? Yeah. I'm just talking about even if you talking, if you get legally, you know, you got sample assault, you got aggravated assault. You're gonna do different time. That's yeah. all I'm telling you. So yeah. when you're making a choice, but go ahead, uh, Pete. I see, like there's a certain irony to go back to the point before about how comedians and hip hop are two, or comedy and hip hop is two genres that have immediate backlash by the audience and critically. I mean, you've heard enough examples in hip hop and other types of music for throughout history. That went too far. We're aghast by that. That joke went too far. We don't want to hear that shit. It's fascinating that in that room, what the Oscars, when was the last time you heard somebody go, that movie went too far? It's never been fucking said. Never been said. I say that all the time about Brokeback Mountain. You say that. Critically and audience-wise, it doesn't happen. I'm a critical mind. You're an you're an isolated opinion. There's not a there's not a culture. It's not it's not a community of people saying yeah, people have their opinion. Usually it's like, oh, that movie was boring or that movie was redundant. You don't hold your breath every time a movie premieres and go, oh, is the is, is the public gonna think they went too far? That's not the standard for them. For whatever reason. And the people in that room, because they're insulated from that, they're the most self-righteous people that you could ever assemble into any room on this planet is in that room. Additionally, they bring Chris in to be a comedian on their behalf for their big self-righteous, grandiose parade of bullshit for two hours. And what do they want? They want him to roast the people up front a little bit because that makes it better for the audience and the whole shit. So they hire him to come in and crack jokes about the people in the front row. That's what the fuck they bring. Com- you know, it's it's never a drama actor who comes in and hosts the Oscars. What is it every single fucking time? It's a comedian. <laughs> Which for me, and I'm going I'm to put this out to you just so it's on wax. For me, it makes me feel like it was more staged than it was uh, actual reality. Uh, it was staged. Will was the only one not in on the joke. That was, was the only one in on the joke. Yeah, he was the only one not in on the joke. <laughs> the, the, the slap to me, for me, this is just my opinion. And, you know, like I said, I told you what I felt it, uh, it could be in his defense if it's real. Uh, like I said, he's battling with some things that I read in his book. Uh, but, no, it was literally no move movement from security, uh, Chris Rock standing with his hands behind his back. Uh, the slap was so perfect. I don't think he thought he was going to slap him. I yeah. Why would you? There's no I, I would have never thought Will Smith has been walk on it. I don't give a fuck if I cracked the joke about Jaden yeah. 
or I don't think he would have slapped me. I just, I, I think that's why I know it wasn't staged because everything about it was carried out in a way where people was like, let's just go with it. Th th that's to me where it kind of happened because like we're with. walking up, I thought he thought he was going to say something to him or he was going to playfully push him. You know, like, boy, and that shit, because I could yeah. tell Chris's expression after, like, did this motherfucker just slap me? And then when Will Yo. went back to his seat and he was like, keep my motherfucking wife name at your, out your mom. I'm like, oh my God, this dude is, this is a lot. This ain't just as, that wasn't that one joke. I don't know. They just, you know, he was, he that got an Oscar. Was, no, a couple people said that. You know what I mean? And, and, and somebody asked me, they was asking me like, well, why do you think they didn't escort him out? I'm like, he's winning the biggest award of the night. Right? And, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a scuffle. It was really something that happened instantly where even with the delay, I'm sure the Oscars had to say like, huh, what do we do? Because yeah, I know that they dro dropped the audio after. So he was yeah. so cold that he got slapped. Didn't even protect his face, do nothing. He just got slapped. I'm not going to lie, that slap was lightning fast. That motherfucker slapped him like Muhammad Ali threw a right hand. No, I'm with her. I'm with her. I, I'm saying, so I think there was, there was no a moment after. His face. Yeah, that motherfucker was like, he, he turned fast. And I think there was a moment where Chris thought to himself, because like, damn, like, I need to rush this nigga. And he was like, I don't think I'm Chris on the biggest stage. Trust me, Pete. Trust me. Something went through his mind about, I need to rush this nigga right now. Because that's how we think. And he ain't no different. I don't give a fuck what Oscar status he's been in. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. He's a Negro. And something in him said, this nigga got me fucked up. That something happened at that moment. So whatever decision was made, it was done either in some level of... For him, I think specifically, he just understood the moment and said, okay, you know what? I'm going to work this down. Now I'm sure he's somewhere wishing I need to tear this nigga head off but I think at that moment he wasn't thinking like that I think he just kind of I, 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 I didn't expect him even when I saw him walking up I thought it was stage before I saw him. I was like oh man stage man ain't no way this man just walk up on stage and slap me because I'm sure if you're like the security and Will Smith is walking on stage you're not gonna trip you know that's Will Smith this part of the gag you know and I'm sure if you Chris Rock you think like man this man what are you walking up he said, uh oh like, like he was finna say like whisper like hey nigga don't it was like, pow. And then Will said, stood King there Richard. for a minute. He said, oh, here he comes, King Richard. Yep, and then Will stood there for a minute. And like, just in case you need to, you needed this, you can get this right now. So I, I just think it was a... a... Pete, y'all not used to nigga moments. I mean, that, that it happened in front of everybody. Yeah, but I just... Unless I have just a complete miss conception of Chris like I just don't think that he's got any of that. You got a misconception of Chris. Then that's fair. That, that's what I'm basing. The I'll be honest. On. I'll be honest, right? Meeting him before and pretty much most comedians I know 99% of with the bullshit. I don't really know comedians that are not with the bullshit. Yeah. I like, I, like I said this way. If this was 
15 years ago? And it's Mac. Bernie it's Mac? Be the Mac attack. Boy, if that was Bernie Mac, boy, them niggas. Been... Well, I don't Bernie think Mac he'd have walked them... up there if it was Bernie Mac. Yeah, that'd have been different. He'd, he but had to look at Bernie. <laughs> if, like I was saying, I'm just saying, if it's Mac, they're closing the Oscars down. The Oscars will be remote for yeah, the rest yeah. of Bernie time. Bernie Mac can hop off the stage. You gonna have, it's gonna take a lot to get Bernie Mac to get and, and Steve Hart. All even the, Hart. even DL Hughley, like, like I, I agree with the whole Kanye stuff with this DL Hughley. I think DL Hughley saying like he's he's uh what he's stalking her. That's just not there's she feels no imminent danger. That's not true. Now, a man trying to get back with his wife, feel me, while they was trying at that time, him putting out all the stops is what you're supposed to do if you want your wife and your family back. They got four children. Yeah. And you're supposed so, to want your wife and your family yeah, you, back you, anyway. You just you invested, you have invested that much time and energy into this lady. Yeah. You know, I get it. You're going to pull out all stops. You're going to send trucks around. That's not harassment. It's not, and it's not stalking because she never, ever has been afraid of Kanye. She's not afraid of Kanye, right? So even D.L. Hughley, even though I don't agree with him with this Kanye shit, I know some niggas that fuck with D.L., some real G niggas, like my OG homie from families, from Inglewood Family Blood Gang. Like, that's that boy, and that boy on some street shit sometimes. So comedians and R&B singers are most likely with the shit. So yeah. I'm sure Chris Rock has matured in a lot of ways. You know what I'm saying? But somewhere in New York, that nigga is walking around his apartment thinking, I need to figure out how to get a fade with this dude, whether or not he's worried about winning or losing. It's like something. And so they're trying to find, I'm sure Will, Will is such a, honorable type of guy who, who, who focuses his life on trying to be honorable and find honorable places, they've already talked. Or he's already reached out. Now, Chris strikes me as a kind of person where he might not take the call. Like, bitch, and then when I see you or I don't know, but I, I think there has been some type of contact at this point. They'll be in the movie. <laughs> I hope right. so. I, ho I hope so. I hope so. Bad boys three, man. I hope so. I hope they do go go in the backyard and lock up. <laughs> I genuinely hope Chris and, and, and Will go in the backyard and, and just lock up. You know what I mean? Five minutes, just get cracking. You know what I mean? Win or lose, it don't matter. You know, get your respect back because five minutes is long. Yeah, but it's gonna be a lot of wrestling in that situation. I don't know. Ain't gonna be a lot of fist five minutes in them. They're going to be wrestling. You know, somebody got a whole smile in the headlock yeah, for a yeah. minute and be, man, you trying to do this yeah, yeah, yeah. and be talking to them. <laughs> That's part of the five minutes, man. Yeah. That's part of the five minutes. Yeah. So I, I hope they go in the backyard and, you know, scuff it up and, and work out their little issues and, and come and, you know, have Jada come over there, cook some Q or something, and y'all just sit back and get y'all shit together so y'all don't embarrass us in front of these white folks no more. But I'm she not mad at y'all. For embarrassing us in front of these white folks. I get it. Sometimes it's like what it is, but I, I hope they go back there and work out their issues and not just talk about it, you know, get a little physical. A little physical is cool if if somebody, you know, if you, you know, it's all right. Jada, I, I think this is hearing yet. Hmm? <laughs> We're gonna slap your foot. Well, Will came and slap. Somebody said that me and Steel was talking about it, right? Me and Steel said he said glasses. I said I would understand if I'd have made a joke about Jada and Will would have walked up there and slapped me. He said, "Man, be honest, G. We the fuck Will up here to jump on this stage." 
<laughs> yeah, we would have stopped. Yeah. They would have been dragging us out that motherfucker. <laughs> it would have stopped with no. The police would have come like they got Snoop at the MTV Awards. I back love Will. I'd have been regretting stomping him out. <sighs> Fucking Will, why you? Yeah. No, you got to take him on the shoulder or spin him in a helicopter like the intro. <laughs> That's what you got to do. But I love both of them, brothers. See, he man. used to get bullied too. See, that's in his that's book. Another problem too. That's in his book. He take he lining it up. So, so my my thing is, I think we're looking at a situation with multiple people coming into a point and exploding. And and that was a really small explode. It wasn't nothing. Like I'm tired of. I think it means something because it was in front of them. On the Oscars, like the it's Oscars, the are some kind of front. esteemed versions of assholes who didn't own slaves and, and estates and shit like that. But like they some civilized group, and it's like, nah, like you know, sometimes shit happen. I, I think they dealt with it really well. I think Chris Rock dealt with it like a professional. I think Will Smith really regretted. I trust me when that adrenaline came out of Will Smith and he and you know Jada that that look went away where she started looking like, oh my god. You know, cause she know what that means. She know that what that could do to careers. So I think when that adrenaline fleed and she kind of it was like, ooh, and he looked, he was like, ah, oh, fuck that. She gotta get caught with more dicks. Man. How fucking play. goddamn funny. You said know what it does to careers. Would it be if Will's next feature is like a supporting role in a Steve Harvey movie? Oh my God, that would be awesome. I I I feel Just like winning them. I'm mad we haven't seen a Will and Denzel movie. Like if I and ever, no, if I see them two niggas, I'm gonna cut them niggas out. Why the fuck don't we have a movie with you two niggas? That, that's the thing, and comedian wise, that's why Eddie Murphy is my favorite and will always be hard to top. Because Eddie went out his way to make films with comedians. Yeah. How don't we have a Kevin Hart, Eddie Murphy film? How don't we have a Cat Williams, Kevin Hart film? Like eventually you find bridges and you put on for the culture. Like Harlem Nights is one of Eddie Murphy's most underrated and greatest achievements. Yeah. It's not It's not about, is it the greatest film? Cause it's a great film in my books, my second favorite, but it's not about that. It's about you take that much generation, you take that many generations of comedian and put them together and you put on, that's what- And there's a history of that with comedians. Like Seinfeld, if you watch Seinfeld and really like, it's all comedians that he brings on for every episode. And like most of them had their careers blow up after that. Like, I can't tell you how much shit people who started on Seinfeld are on. And like Adam Sandler has everybody who's ever been on Saturday Night Live Mm -hmm. on every fucking movie he's ever done. Yeah, he put on. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like, I feel like we don't put enough pressure on people like Kevin Hart to put on. He only brings, like, he, like, he brought on Tiffany. That's it, he retired. He brought on Tiffany and quit. No, no. But he did put her on, but no, but it's like, we have to demand more. You know, we have to demand more from, and, and I think we're getting into this space where individual success without having to, you know, do right by, by said community or set examples for said community is starting to fall by the wayside. Where we're starting to celebrate in our community, Pete, individual wealth too much. Like, mm-hmm. I never see y'all celebrate some white man getting rich. Hey, well, you got rich. Y'all don't give a fuck. We celebrate individual success, right? And we celebrate it because we believe that it sets a standard 
for the rest of people to believe that it can happen to them. But you can do it. if you don't actually do your Eddie Murphy where you got your Harlem Nights, like a, co a comedian like Chris Rock, Kevin Hart, because Chris Rock did, Chris Rock has a decent couple movies like that, but I, I just feel like it, it, we don't have enough of that. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think it does come down to us not putting enough pressure on on, on our community to to perform. Like, I think there's a lot of bad. factors that could, could play into that. I mean, I think you could look at a lot of movies that feature like a singular black actor or a singular black comedian and look who the production house is, you know? Yeah. I mean, really, it comes down to it. They might be like, look, we're not going to let you bring an entire black cast through the door here of nobody upstarts because we can't market it. Now it becomes an urban film and we can't pay you $30 million for an urban film and get an ROI. It's probably what the production financial apparatus is thinking. We can surround you by mainstream white names and sure. throw you out in the middle of it and get our money back. That's that's, yeah. a, that's hypothetical, but I can see that being... So a one of the real one case. of the main <laughs> roadblocks, but I need to hear desire of it. Man. I need to believe you want it to happen. Like, like I don't think the journey for black folks in America is complete to where we could be like, oh, we're just American. It's all good. It still needs to be a level of like, okay, we're together. We're trying to get where we're trying to get as a complete community to where we do have a right where it's just up to you. I mean, it's up to you and making your own achievements happen versus where it's like, you know, we still needing each other every minute. You know what I mean? Like we need each other still. We still don't like a couple of us don't, but we all need each other. If I'm not here to help Uncle Mook do his podcast, maybe he doesn't take a podcast serious. If me and you don't meet, maybe right. you not doing no sellings with me. You know what I mean? Like, like if we don't put on and, and I don't want to just. Now, I say the black community because we all grew up together. I mean, me and you, we have a great relationship, fool. Like, you know, we've been knowing each other over 10 years. So it's like you put on with your people no matter what they look like. But that don't mean you don't put on for your people still. That makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. progress last night with the slap. You know what? We rescued the Oscars because <laughs> it was a failing fucking program. That's what I said. We, we rescued the Oscar. It went from a, fel a failing program to a felon program. What an assault it's charge a, on camera. Slap. Y'all are so dramatic. See, that's that white people shit. That is so dramatic. That's that comedian uh, shit, man. Guy can't that make is, a joke and blow back. That, See, that's, that's the like blow. There's the blowback. Man. There's your blow. Now, now, if he shot him in the leg, I'd be with y'all. Like, be right. <laughs> now, glasses would have been thinking, let me shoot him in the leg. <laughs> Look, you hit a guy who's 50 plus years old, 135 pounds in the head like that. He can suffer long-term neck damage. You can never recover from it that age. You're that white comedian know? shit. You and fucking Jerry. You're a fucking side feel with that bullshit. <laughs> a good old American slap. That's an American slap is what was needed to, to save the Oscars. The Oscars was on every news channel and it was exciting. People met yeah. next year might watch the Oscars like, hold on, somebody might get slapped next year. You know for sure, ain't no. <laughs> I mean, you can only market red carpet cleavage for so long. <laughs> <laughs>
please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the West Coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King, for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.